Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot, No Questions Asked, Master in Art of Intuitive Reading, and also Twist Your Fate, Manifest Success with Astrology and Tarot. And I'm your host for this podcast series. This is episode 236 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is tarot and meditation. And my special guest is Kazaya Gibbons. Welcome, Kazaya. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Teresa. So good to have you here. I know that you do a lot of work with meditation, and I love meditation too. I'm a big believer in it. So let's start off by talking, jumping right into it. How can meditation help somebody's tarot practice? Right. So the short answer is that they both help you access resources. So what I mean by that is that um, the tarot can often signpost you to resources. So sometimes we think about external resources. This can be tools, it can be materials, it can even be people or groups who can help us. But we also have internal resources, our courage, our strength, our confidence, our knowledge. These are all internal resources. So what I like to say is that the tarot can help signpost you towards those resources and meditation can help you to activate those resources. And how long have you been doing uh, meditation and tarot? Um, I've been doing this professionally for about 10 years now, although I've always had an interest in both. I think a lot of tarot people are naturally drawn to other practices. And I think meditation is something many of us are drawn to because, you know, we're trying to quiet our mind. And like you said, we're trying to access those tools within, which tarot can be one way to do it. But when your mind is all over the place, it's much, much harder to hear that information. So I find that meditation is a way to center myself and really help me to hear what the cards are saying a little bit better than when I'm coming at it when I'm in a panic. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, being centered when we start to to work with the tarot is really important and meditation can help with that. And it can also help us to understand how we're um, how we're framing our reality. So so often we create narratives in our minds and sometimes we believe what we're telling ourselves. And so it's easier to get a more objective reading if we are aware that these narratives are there and, and we can decide then whether we're going to choose to believe them or not. You know, there are so many people, I love that you said this, that think that meditation is all about making your mind blank. And, you know, I always say, no, it's about making friends with your mind as it is. And I love how you really frame this as being able to look at the narrative with your story, too. What are your thoughts about people who say, I, I can't meditate, my mind is too busy, I can't get a blank slate? I would say to give it a go and to find guidance because um, firstly there are some forms of meditation where the idea is to clear your mind um, there are many many forms of meditation where the idea is not to so for example mindfulness which is one of the most common uh, forms of meditation one of the most well known and one of the most well evidenced is really about noticing those narratives and not trying to get this blank mind this blank slate so I would say to give it a go but perhaps let go of some of the expectations and also to find good guidance because with good guidance 
you can do it. And there's no shame in having guidance in meditation. I've been a meditation professional for 10 years. I like to listen to a guided meditation. That's okay. I think actually guided meditations are really helpful. You know, I use a guided meditation to get to sleep, which may sound very strange to some people, but I've been using it for quite some time. And as soon as I start listening to the meditation, my, and I've got a busy mind, my mind really starts to settle in and I get some of the most deep, profound sleep because it really lulls me into that. Meditation isn't just about, you know, uh, we're doing it to get spiritual. It can be used for so many other reasons. And that's one of my favorite ways to use it. Yeah, so many people use meditation for sleep. And it's one of the gifts of meditation that we can create the state within ourselves that we want to have using meditation. We can do that with a two-minute meditation or a two-hour meditation. And if there is one that you like that works for you to get to sleep, then you'll also be training your mind to go to sleep every time you listen to that meditation. When I was a very little girl, I remember I always had trouble sleeping. Again, very busy mind. I read a newspaper article, and the newspaper article was saying if you have trouble going to sleep, what you need to do is you need to relax your body parts one at a time, starting with your toes. And I used to do that when I was a little girl. I didn't know I was meditating. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just desperately trying to get to sleep. So my first introduction to meditation was that. What was your first introduction to meditation? So I think I did mindfulness before I ever did meditation. And um, and that was around uncomfortable experiences. So whether it was having food that was a lot more spicy than I was used to, I can remember telling myself, I'm not enjoying this, but it's not going to kill me. So why don't I just try and experience it and notice what that's like? And much, much later, I learned that this is one of the ways that we approach mindfulness. And then I started doing Reiki 20 odd years ago now and as part of that I was invited to learn some more about mindfulness and from mindfulness I began to learn about other types of meditation as well so it happened very organically I think. I think oftentimes with these metaphysical uh, practices and interests they do kind of like seem to one thing leads to another like a lot of little rivers leading to some sort of a big ocean. So I love that metaphor yeah. So here's the question then. So how would you explain to somebody how they can bring meditation into tarot, into their tarot practice? What's an easy thing anybody can do to start? Well, I have some specific guided meditations for this. So, for example, guidance on um, looking at a tarot card or an or oracle card and noticing your reaction to it. Uh, noticing your internal reactions to it, noticing any questions that arise, uh, noticing the different symbols that you see in the image and how your reaction changes, what are the narratives attached to that, and then jumping in, imagining being in the card, embodying um, the card, and noticing how that is. So it's all about noticing um, what your response is to the card. And of course, as a tarot reader, this gives you um, some depth and richness that that will be useful in all of your readings. I agree with that very deeply. 
But what do you say to people then who say, well, I got the tower card. This is so scary. It's triggering me. I'm uncomfortable. I, I don't want to go into this. I don't want to experience this. Uh, what do you say to that? So I have recently made a meditation around the tower card. I've recently made that 78 meditations around all the cards. And there were certain cards like the tower, the ten of swords and so on, that people do find a little bit frightening and they might not want to go and sit for 10 and 15 minutes and go into that energy. So firstly, I always say with these cards is that they're acknowledging an experience. So if the tower card comes up for someone, it's usually because there is something in their life um, that's already happening. The card doesn't make it happen that, that the tower card is acknowledging. And then it was still a challenge to decide how to create a meditation that's empowering around these cards. So for the tower, I actually used a meditation um, which is about stripping down and making a new. So it's still quite an intense meditation. Um, it's inspired by um, some of the, the Buddhist practices. And you actually imagine yourself um, going down to nothing and then building yourself back up again, which is what the tower is about. And that's the gift in the tower. It's the resource in the tower. As you know, that, you know, here we have a chance to let go of that, which we might have been holding too tightly onto and creating space for something new to happen. That's really beautiful. And you say that you make these meditations. So obviously you have guided meditations that you make for people around the tarot. Can you tell me about your inspiration and process for creating these guided meditations for the tarot cards? Yeah, so it was a really um, long process. I, I spent about 18 months going into creating these 78 meditations. And they all showed up in different ways. So, so I was, I didn't go about them sequentially. I have a card of the day practice. So if I'm sitting down to write a meditation, I'm going to use my card of the day and, and create a meditation for that. And so there was some kind of, um, there's some structure as the tarot has structure. So for example, the swords, there's a lot of mindfulness meditations, the wands, more kind of energy work meditations, of course, incorporating the elements in there as well. Um, the cups is a lot of heart stuff and gratitude meditations. The pentacles is a lot of embodied and body scan meditations. And then the major arcana, there's a lot of um, spiritual and values meditations. But then within that, some of the cards would just suggest to me, this is what the meditation has to be. So for example, the Ace of Cups came to me really clearly, you know, this is, we have this image of flowing in lots and lots of the Ace of Cups. Um, and so it's all about that connection to source and allowing that source energy to flow through you. And that was really, really clear. Um, some of the others took a little more thinking about, so for example, the Tower one that I mentioned, um, the the devil one's another one where, you know, it's another card that challenges people. And again, it's usually acknowledging something. So the devil will acknowledge that um, you're giving your power away in some way. And so I'm, I'm a, an NLP trainer as well. So I, I used an NLP technique to um, take that power away from the devil in, in this meditation. Um, so some of them came quite organically and they all came at their right time um, and in these in these different ways. 
And, you know, I think, again, uh, guided meditations are so helpful because a lot of people, especially people who are new to meditation or new to tarot for that matter, uh, you know, they don't really know where to start. And a guided one can really help people to lead into the, or lean into, I guess, the, the car, the meaning of it, the experience of it. And that could be much more helpful than trying to figure it out on your own. So if people want to uh, access your tarot meditations, where where can they find this? So the meditation course is called Daily Tarot Meditation Ritual, and it's on the Insight Timer app, which is an app with thousands of free meditations and then um, hundreds of courses, um, and the the course is is part of that. Um, and you get also get access to a classroom there so you can ask questions about your experience, share your experience. I love it because it's a community. Um, so that's the best place to go to, to find these meditations. Awesome. Well, I will make sure to include a link in the show notes so people can access that. I think it's a really brilliant idea and really helpful for folks. Are there any other tips that you want to share for beginning tarot meditators? Any other quick tips? I would just say again, allow yourself to notice. Uh, allow yourself to have reactions if you have reactions and then notice those reactions. Um, and there are so many ways that you can use tarot and meditation together. You know, one of the things I often do when I've done a reading for someone is I might prescribe a meditation with one of the cards if one of the cards is significant and people can find that that can give them extra information that they didn't um, fully get in the reading because, as you know, sometimes it will take a little while to integrate. So that can be part of the integration process after after having a reading as well. And just to have fun, you know, this this work can be very serious, but it can be fun as well. And, um, and those two don't exclude each other. So, you know, enjoy the process, enjoy developing a relationship with your cards, with yourself, with meditation. That is amazing advice. And if people want to know more about your work, where can they find you, Kazaya? So I'm on Instagram at Kazaya underscore Gibbons. Uh, I have a website, which is kaziahgibbons.com. And Insight Timer is where I have most of my work. I've got five or six courses up there and about 85 free meditations on there as well. So um, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your time and wisdom uh, with me today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. It's been amazing to talk to you, Teresa. All right, people. Well, you are definitely going to want to check out Kaziah's work. If you want to learn how to bring meditation and tarot together to deepen your practice, you could be deepening your meditation practice and your tarot practice at the same time. I highly recommend checking out their work and um, get over there, check it out. The Insight Timer uh, may have a whole lot of new things that you fall in love with as well. All right, people, well, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And of course, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, lots of books, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and many other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. By the way, if you like the podcast, you know what I want you to do. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that will help more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close up by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day. 
Let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, well, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.